Today is the International Day of Friendship. This is a United Nations event and it promotes friendship across cultures. I think that this is an awesome way to help promote peace, which is the purpose of this event. The idea is that when you befriend people from backgrounds that are different from yours, you can forge a greater understanding of perspectives that are different from yours. And through that friendship, tolerance develops. And you know what? You are a reflection of the people you hang around with. So the more people who have divergent views from you that you hang around with, the more perspectives you learn, the more open-minded you become. You don't necessarily have to adapt every belief that your you know, cross-cultural friends uh, have internalized, but understanding them better makes them less of a mystery and less of a threat, and that's what helps us build up our tolerance. I have a suggestion for all Anchor users. I think that today, and maybe this whole week, we should each try to reach out to one person on Anchor, or maybe who's not on Anchor, but invite them to Anchor, and use the interview feature and interview somebody who is from a different background than you. It could be somebody you've met before. It could be somebody you've never met before. Maybe you exchange a call in um, or send a comment into their station. But it would be really cool if you invited them to a conversation with you on Anchor and talk about your differences, because we're not the same. There's nothing wrong with being different. Talk about those differences and then talk about your commonalities. I think that by doing so, we can come to a better understanding of why we believe what we believe and how our cultures have helped shape us into the people that we are today. So find out what makes you different from somebody from a different background than you and then find out what makes you very similar because we're all human beings in the end, regardless of where in the world we've grown up. Happy International Day of Friendship. So you guys have probably heard by now about the huge changes coming to Snapchat. Well, it's more than just skin deep. They're making radical changes to their philosophy and their direction. So let's hold on to our hats. I'm going to give you some areas where we can see some changes. So the first thing that they've talked about is actually targeting adults. Can you believe it? This app that has ignored people over 35, basically ignored people over 25 as far as I'm concerned, they are now actually recognizing the value of the over 35 market. So I don't know how this is going to play out. I know that part of their redesign is aimed at attracting older people because, you know, older people apparently don't know how to do anything. So we need stuff to be easy. Makes me laugh. (laughs) But anyway, that is part of their strategy. I think that also we're going to see, or at least I hope we're going to see some changes to the discover section. I don't know how that's going to look. We'll talk about the um, interface in a little bit, but they need to add some content that's not so juvenile. Right now, there's a lot of really shallow content about sex and food and, 
you know, nasty body parts and disgusting things your boyfriend does when you're not looking. Just stupid stuff. So, I shouldn't say stupid stuff, right? There must be some people that like it, or they wouldn't keep putting the same thing on there over and over and over again. But I think they will recognize that new content will attract new viewers. New viewers will attract more income. So, we should see some positive changes. And I think the youth will enjoy it also, because not all kids are alike, and not all kids are shallow. So, I'm looking forward to that. Evan Spiegel has also stated that he is going to redouble his efforts for the Android community. Now isn't that nice because Android users have always gotten the short end of the stick and I blame Android for that. (laughs) There's so many versions of their operating system that it's very difficult to develop for Android. So Snapchat isn't the only software developer that's had a hard time with Android. Android users are used to being last. But with uh, Evan Spiegel making an effort to develop just for the Android by putting together a team for that purpose, I think that Android users will be flocking back to the app. People who abandoned it because they didn't have the same thing their iOS pals had are going to come back and bring their friends. And then, of course, new users will be Um, joining the fray. So I think that's a very good move. I know that my sister has Android and whenever I try to show her something new, she's like, I can't see that or I can't do that. And she eventually stopped using Snapchat. On the other hand, she's um, more mature than I am. So that probably explains it as well. Now, this change really caught my eye. So uh, if you're on Snapchat, you've probably noticed that You've got a little circle on your screen just kind of spinning and you're waiting for the video to download. Well, that's been happening more and more. So Snap is working on that, working on something where, and supposedly some people can see the difference now where videos are starting to play before they're fully downloaded. I guarantee you I haven't seen that. So that will be a welcome change. Now, um, another change they're working on is making the use of Snap uh, free in terms of data usage. So they're going to work out some deals with certain networks. And it sounds just like what Netflix is doing with uh, T-Mobile, where you have, uh, you can watch Netflix and not uh, use up your data. So that's pretty cool. I think that would be a big boon to Snap, especially in terms of um, news. You know, if uh, if you're seeing a major event happening and you don't want to snap about it because you're using up your data, you're near your da- data limit, um, that's a problem. So that would totally take care of that and we'd have more snap reporters out on the street, right? Nothing wrong with that. I like it. Now, how about a change to the discovery feature? Haven't we all been clamoring for this? So apparently they are thinking about changing discovery so that you can see, and I don't know if this is all that great, what they think you want to see first and what their partners will benefit from, which um, I don't know. I mean, we know that Facebook does this all the time. I guess Instagram does it too. I'm not sure how I like the change with Snapchat. Right now, your friends, if they snapped like within the last hour or so, you'll see them. 
But if you've got people in your friends list that snap a lot, your friends could be buried all the way at the bottom. It's like first come, first serve. And that's not really, really good. The um, previous experience that Snapchat had offered us allowed us to see the people we wanted to see, just one after the other, automatically advancing. Uh, for some reason, people didn't like the auto advance, I guess. Um, when it went away, people were happy. I was not one of those people. I liked setting it with the people I wanted to see and then just letting it go. So, um, yeah, I don't know how this new change is going to enhance my experience, but hey, I guess uh, I guess we'll see. I'm excited about another change that Snap is talking about, and that is expanding into other countries. Now, I know that there is a lawsuit going on because Evan Spiegel, I think it was Evan Spiegel himself, who was accused of stating that SNAP would not be expanding into poor countries. And that's a pretty derogatory way to put it. Uh, By contrast, now he's saying something that pretty much sounds the same, but just not so derogatory, which is that up until now, SNAP has focused on uh, providing its product in countries where the infrastructure and technology can support the platform. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's the same coin, just different ways of putting it. So I don't know how much truth is in the derogatory um, side of the coin, but um, Evan Spiegel is now talking about expanding into different countries. And that's really um, exciting. I think, um, you know, yesterday I was looking at the Snap Map, and you guys, I'm sure I've heard that there was a huge earthquake in Iran and um, very devastating and there are no images from Iran and not just from the area of the earthquake there's just no images in the whole country and you know some of this is politics right Um, some of it's economics depending on you know where you're talking about in the world but it would be nice to see um, snap expand into different countries so we have more exposure to other people they have more exposure to us Uh, Hopefully, it will only be good. Another change that Snapchat is going to implement is its engagement with influencers. And that kind of makes me sad. They're going to be paying influencers some way um, to attract more of them. And the problem that I have with influencers is that most of them are just broadcasters. They don't engage. So... I just worry that the nature of Snapchat will eventually change into one that's more like Vine became. You know, remember when Vine just turned into this, (laughs) like, endless feed of people playing pranks on each other and doing magic tricks and I don't know. It, It just, it wasn't fun anymore. So I just worry that Snapchat is going to become a broadcasting uh, channel instead of what it is now, which is about building community and interacting with one another, high engagement and authenticity. Um, You know, I I would miss that if that happened to Snapchat. And I don't know if the changes will allow existing communities to, to still interact the way that they do. 
right now I feel that we have the choice to use or not use certain features. And so my Snapchat experience can be very different from my kids' Snapchat experience. And it is, you know, because we both choose to use it in different ways. So um, it, it remains to be seen if, whether influencers will really change the game that much. Um, the main thing for me is that when people start making money on a platform, other people want to start making money on the platform and doing exactly what the influencers are doing. So more and more people start imitating them and then you have nothing but, you know, repeat <laughs> types of uh, content. Uh, we'll see. I keep saying we'll see. We'll see. The major thing that people are really anticipating is this interface change. From what uh, Snap has talked about, they plan on dividing the screen into left and right, where the left-hand side might have messages and stories from your friends, and right-hand side will have everything else. Publishers, celebs, um, you know, those things that you and your friends didn't create. However, um, you know, that combined with the new algorithm for snap citing what stories you see first does make me a little nervous. And I really can't envision this left and right thing. So who knows if that's uh, just speculation, if they haven't solidified what they're going to do yet. But they don't have a whole lot of time because this is all supposed to come on um, December 4th, apparently. So the first week of December is when we should see the design change. Now, I was talking to Positive Vibes earlier today about how platforms, the platforms that we use are like a house that you live in. And when you move, you have to get used to the new environment and it might change the way you interact with each other, you know, maybe your bedroom used to be right next to your sister's bedroom and now you're across the house and so you're a little more distant now. And I really think this analogy fits a change in a social media platform because we've gotten used to this, you know, there's a certain comfort when you log into Snapchat and you see what you see. Even if you don't like it, you've gotten used to it, you've learned to negotiate it. Um, tweaked it for use in a way that works for you. So now we're going to have this major change and things are going to be emphasized um, in ways that they weren't emphasized before. There's going to be maybe other features that are gone or buried or changed in some way and we're going to have to get used to it. And we know that some people are not going to like it and they're going to leave. And some of those people who leave may be people that we really valued on the platform and maybe the platform won't feel the same without them. So those are anxieties that people are struggling with um, as far as the change goes. If you're a real diehard uh, user of any platform, um, change is going to make you nervous. However, it's still a social media platform and if you love social media, I think you'll also find a way to make the new design work for you. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. Have you ever heard people refer to the Illuminati? They don't even know what the Illuminati is. It's just some kind of secret group that celebrities supposedly belong to. It's sort of a joke, right? Because we don't know what they're doing and what it's for, what their purpose is, what their goals are. And Snapchat has sort of been the same way. Mysterious. They didn't really interact with people. You didn't really know who was behind the curtain. 
And I've noticed over the past uh, maybe three weeks or so um, that Snapchat is suddenly tweeting more. So I've noticed that there are they're retweeting uh, comments made by Snapchat users, which is different and welcoming. I like it. So I see that as a sign of their attitude change, uh, whereas before they kind of were, I don't know, almost uh, kind of, they were just distant, basically. And I feel that they are seeing the value in changing their, um, just kind of changing their character a little bit. So along with all these other changes, I mean, man, that's a lot of changes. That's like a brand new app, right? I mean, if they changed the name, that wouldn't even be surprising. It would probably fit because everything they're changing is going to make it a brand new experience. I just hope they don't change the color. I kind of, I'm so used to yellow. Keep the yellow.